Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. For over 45 years. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by. In Northwest Arkansas, I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. And Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Hey, Trey, what's up? Hey, guys. I noticed today reading hogsports.com, you have a new basketball writer, someone that we're quite familiar with here on Drive Time Sports. He's a contributor, Bart Reed. He is now writing for uh, for Hogsports. Yeah, Bart is off to a, a fast start with us. We're happy to have Bart Reed join the team. And for anybody who's listened to Drive Time, know his level of expertise with, you know, as a trainer, um, you know, former grassroots, and uh, just does. Uh, and you know, Bart's he's transitioning. Obviously, the timing is interesting with you know being January. So, um, you know, all those athletes out there, he's still training. <laughs> he's still he's still going to work with you. But um, yeah, he's he's transitioning into into this. Has already put out some great content. Obviously, his you know relationships with high school athletes in the state and you know coaches throughout the country I think are going to be a real asset for us and you know Bart was a pretty good player too I don't know if I I remember Bart hanging 40 on a couple of people when I was a senior he was a junior and he led the state with 29 points a game so he was a pretty good player in his own right um, obviously, play was a scholarship player at Little Rock. Uh, back then, we called it ULR, obviously. And uh, yeah, we're happy to have Bart join the team. He's got a lot of eagerness, and um, he has really hit the ground running for us. You know, he was congratulations. In, he, he was great in, hire. Congratulations. He, I'm sorry, Rick. He, he was in the studio a couple of weeks ago when I was in here. Uh, really nice guy. Boy, has he know his stuff. Oh yeah, he does. And that's you know that's an element that he's really added to us. Just really breaking down, you know, why Arkansas is doing, you know, some of the things they're doing, things that I'm not capable of doing. I mean, my my area is more football, but uh, just breaking down, you know, what Arkansas is trying to accomplish, um, you know, in the games, you know, some of the issues that they're having, why they're having them, um, you know, breaking down what the players uh, are doing or not doing. Uh, that's really added a whole different level. And then, of course, you know, just from I mean, Arkansas, the last few years inside the state has got to be per capita number one in the country in producing talent. I mean, it is the 2025 class, the 2026 class. He thinks the 26 class has a chance to be better than the 2022 class that had two McDonald's All-Americans. And he's broken down, you know, all of those guys in depth, what their strengths and weaknesses are. And a lot of it's because he's worked with them he's trained them you know when you talk about his background of you know working with uh, Isaiah Joe Nick Smith uh, Devo uh, Joseph Pinion uh, Terry on Burgess who's in the uh, in the 26 class um, Botang who's in the 25 class I mean there's a or excuse me I think I'm jumping a year early, 24 and 25 classes. But, uh, you know, uh, K.K. Robinson, there's a long list of guys that he's worked with, uh, not only in the high school ranks, but uh, I believe also worked with Daryl Macon and Isaiah Joe both, you know, to help them train for the NBA draft camp. So he's got a lot of knowledge that that he's going to bring to the table and already has. He's off to a really good start with us. So we're, we're excited to have Bart Reed. 
I had the privilege when Bart was playing at Little Rock of calling those Trojan games. In fact, Ray and I both did at that particular time. Way back when. Way back when. <laughs> and uh, so I got to know Bart well, and uh, we have incorporated him here on Drive Time Sports, and certainly his knowledge has been welcome, and as you mentioned, his connections are endless. So uh, will he be doing game reports, or is that is that on down the line? Yeah, he again. He's you know we're transitioning um, the the timing of it and everything. But yeah, we plan to have Bart uh, you know, do all that kind of stuff. In fact, he's done. He has done um, some you know post game report cards for the last game. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just on the overall team, offense, defense, the overall, um, and also player grades, just broken down. You know how each of the players performed and stuff too. So. Uh, that yeah, might geez. look like some of my report cards from school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were there were some there were some tough Woo! grades on there this last game. So, yeah, <laughs> well, that's exciting. Uh, I saw his uh, his um, what would you call it byline? Is that what you call mm-hmm. it? Anyway, I saw his name there. Yeah. So well, I instantly click clicked onto the story to read more. Yeah, well, I called you the other day, Randy, just as you know, to find out more about Bart. And you know, Bart and I have known each other for 25 years, but um, you know, obviously we lost touch during that time. We've picked it up a little bit the last couple of years, but um, yeah, just called you and find out your thoughts on him too. So I'm sure you had some kind of inkling that he was on the radar. Yeah, after you called me, I I, I kind of had that feeling, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I was. I was talking to Bart today, and I was teasing him. I said, "I didn't know you were a writer." I said, "We, you know, we barely got you into the into the radio world, or well, yeah. I've been on there now over a you year." Know, but you know, Randy, everybody that I've ever hired in my life, um, and it's been a lot of people now. I actually have a pretty decent tree, but uh, everybody I've ever hired, you know, we've had to go go through a process of you know learning more about how to write. You know, a lot of you know, writing in the past, you know, passive verse versus active voice, mm-hmm. writing AP style, all the nuances of stuff. And the thing with Bart is his content is so good, you know. And so, yeah, he doesn't have the same journalism background that I do, but what he does have is incredible content and knowledge of the game. And it's kind of like what Ken Hatfield used to say about quarterbacks get me somebody that can run, and I'll teach him how to pass because I can't teach him how to run. And that's kind of what I, I thought with Bart, you know. And he is a good writer already, but, you know, there's just things just like with everybody where you have to, you know, learn AP style and all that kind of stuff. And uh, he is well on his way to that. So he's He's been great so far. He's been very eager. So we're super excited. Well, I'm glad you're also keeping it in the family, meaning Sheridan. Yeah. Sheridan takeover. Ex- yeah. Ex- ex- yeah. <laughs> Another ex-Yellow uh, Jacket, so... Uh, there you go. That's uh, it's good that you've added Bart to the staff because we think a lot of that. Uh, I call him a young man, but he's not a young man any longer. But uh, yeah, just had a birthday too. Pardon me? Yeah, you just had a birthday, January eighth. Did you not tell him happy birthday? I did not know that, Randy. No. Randy, 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 text me his number, would you please? <laughs> no, no, I just want to congratulate him. No, I, I, I did not know that. Well, okay. Happy birthday, Bart. Oh, it wow. may be delayed. You scared me there for a Delayed minute. it a week. <laughs> yeah. I know you. Only a week late, but happy birthday, Bart. I've never heard Barry White sing happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trey, is it, I mean, I, I realize you wrote the story, the game story, speaking of the game story, mm-hmm. concerning the uh, Arkansas-Florida game. Uh Okay, three games in. Man, is it too early to get the shovel out for this team? I mean, I'm, I'm, man, I'm not seeing a lot of hope right now. Me neither. I mean, it's it just feels like they're scrambling, and you know, I I love Pinion and I love Layden Blocker, and it's great that those guys have done things. But where where are the guys? Where are the guys that you know that they started out with? Where are these studs? Right. Yeah, I mean, like, when you look at it, like, so, Mekhi Mitchell played 22 minutes, didn't score. 
you know, had four rebounds. Uh, like, and, you know, Jalen Graham and Trevon Brazil, like, we want to see more out of them. We want to see more than 7.7 rebounds out of Brazil, a guy that's, like, projected first round. But Devo, zero points. Mm. Yeah, minus where's 12. he gone? Mm. Caleb Battle, zero points, minus Where'd five. Where'd he go? Yep. Keon Menafield Jr. I mean, a few games ago, he scored 32, zero points. L. Ellis, zero points. Like, where are these guys? These are supposed to be the guys that are, like, leading this team. And, I mean, Menafield's had zero the last two games. And the game before that, he had 14. The game before that, he had 32. Like, what's ha- what's happening? It just doesn't it doesn't add up. And, you know, for me with Musselman, uh, you know, this is just this just feels like it's just going to be a down year. And I was talking with Bart about that too, because they started slow last year, year before that, year before that, and they went Elite Eight, Elite Eight, Sweet Sixteen, and they you know had bad starts in January, but they picked up. But this just feels different to me. Mm-hmm. And you know, people have been critical of Musselman, and and there's room for criticism, of course, but I just I look at that guy's body of work, and it's it's hard for me not to say. Okay, this stinks, but I'm not going to be like a muscleman stinks or he needs to get out of here or something like that. The guy has been easily the best coach that Arkansas has had in a quarter century, and for me, he gets the benefit of the doubt. And you know, this team isn't gelling. It's just not. It's not together. I don't know if there's stuff going on locker room wise or what. But again, I love. Pinion and battle, or excuse me, Pinion and, and blocker. Um, but where are the guys? Where are the guys that they brought in to? Uh, you know, where's Brazil? Where's Devo? Like, it just doesn't it doesn't seem to add up. They just don't seem aggressive, and I don't know. Almost like they're fine with it. You know, it's interesting because after the game, and obviously uh, Coach Musselman should have saluted um, Blocker and Pinion. They, they both played well. Yes. But you're not going to win with just those two. And if those two play more, hallelujah. We've been begging for that for quite a while on Drive Time Sports. But the guys you just mentioned, if they don't pick it up, it doesn't make any difference how well yeah. Pinion and Blocker play. It's not going to be enough to win. You know, we have no idea where Devo Davis went, and Brazil comes and goes. So yeah. those guys have got to do more, and it seems like their free throw shooting, when it's really important in the first half before they get too far behind, they clank them. In the second half, mm-hmm. it's fine, but they're already down by 15 points when they start making them again. So that's those are all issues, I think, that uh, they're facing right now, and... As you put it, and others have put it, they've always re- Musselman's teams have always recovered, yeah. but I'm not sure this team is looks like it's capable of recovering to the point, you know, where they're going to win enough games to get into a tournament. You know, a number of those guys exactly. came That's came from good programs and had had good numbers, and where where, where have they disappeared to? Yeah. Well, Ellis didn't. I mean, Ellis came from Louisville, well, and that Louisville program I, I was said, bad. But I he averaged, said he most put up 18 <laughs> points a game yeah. Yeah. for them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, he was their whole team. And, I mean, when he when Ellis went to the Bahamas, he went, I think, for, he didn't score. Was he like 0 for 10 or something? You know, he didn't even yeah. score. Um, you just wouldn't imagine a guy that averaged 18 points a game at a major college would – would you know beat it? And Minifield just felt like this is the missing piece. Look at this guy. You know where did? It, thank goodness he got eligible. Uh, you know he's throwing oops. He's you know hanging thirty two points on people, and now it's just like he can't. He can't get going at all. I mean back to back games with zero points. I just well, you know it's desperate times, Trey. Desperate times when Musselman goes to a 2-3 zone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Desperate times. First time and ever. He, that didn't even work. That didn't even no. work. It worked for a few possessions, but after they figured it out, then mm-hmm. same old, same old. You know, the, the, the thing that I guess, Trey, and there's so many things you can point out to where you might say, this is lack of effort. This this effort is unacceptable, but when you see guys, I mean, the ball comes off the off the board, the opponent 
in this case, we'll use uh, Florida. Comes off the defensive board. They get a transition. And even what the camera is showing you, you see Arkansas guys jogging, not running, jogging down the floor. And then the next thing you know, here goes pass, pass, and dunk. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, there's there's not even the challenge of that player. I mean, it's it's just almost too easy. Yeah. And this lack of effort, I know it's got to be driving Musselman crazy. It's driving, you know, me crazy just watching it. But I don't what? I don't get the lack of effort. Do you think? I mean, this might be extreme. I mean, do you think they're burnout already? His players, it I mean, he, like it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he got him, he got him, uh, and you know, after that first loss, I guess it was after Wilmington, or no, they they beat Wilmington. Who who did they go into the into the boot camp? Um, where he went the two a days. You mean when? Yeah, it was before. It was before. It was before Christmas, or right? Yeah, because Clint Clement classes were out. As soon as they did that. We kind of went into twice it. a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wonder a, if he if he's just a, wearing them out. They they've got nothing left. I don't. I don't when the game I mean, is, I don't, we don't have anything else to we do. Know it's not Musselman's first rodeo. It's yeah. not like he's a yeah. rodeo coach that doesn't know how to. You know, don't have anything players. else to do. Well, and, and they're and, not in class. What? Why? Yeah. How can you wear somebody out there not even in class? It's yeah. Okay. These guys are in their twenties. <laughs> yeah. That's or their teens. Yeah. Musselman teams generally surge. You know, towards the end of the season, so uh, I just don't, I don't know. But I'll tell you what, guys, if they are burned out, and they, I mean, they look like they just kind of, a lot of guys just threw their hands up. You know, ten minutes into the game, and they're Check down it in. What, twenty twenty nine seven or something. Eight, they're down eighteen points at the, about around the ten minute mark, and just like, well, this is over. But I'll tell you what, guys, tomorrow. The weather's going to be bad still. There's going to be a lot of ice and everything. Yeah. Bud Walton Arena is not going to be packed out. You know, Texas A&M is coming to town. Texas A&M definitely is not throwing their hands up. They just beat Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. Uh-huh. And in Bryan College Station in overtime, who's number six in the country, and they're coming in here with a good coach and Buzz Williams. I mean, what if this is just a route? In Fayetteville, I mean, there's already been one of those already. Yeah, there true. has. But you, you know, you can kind of chalk things up to an aberration, or you know, just everything aligned just a certain way. And you know, obviously the the showing in Florida and in, in Georgia too. I mean, they've lost three straight games by double digits. So what if they return home to play Texas A&M? Who Texas A&M is good. They're capable of beating Kentucky, obviously at home. But this is a home game for Arkansas. You know, and Texas A&M has lost two uh, SEC games already. They're one and two. But if they come in here and, you know, kind of a, a more subdued environment because of the weather and just blow the doors off of Arkansas, I'm just I'm not sure that you recover from that. I'm with you. I think they, I, I, like I said, I'm not sure that you can't pull the shovel out now. Well, uh, if, they, this, if they blow the doors open, you'll need the shovel because it's going to be awfully a lot of snow blowing in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a buzzer either. You need a lot of uh, I was wondering when the buzzer was going. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right, this uh, from our Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. Uh, let's see this from Marvin. Hey, Trey, will Bart cover any women's basketball? Asking for my granddaughters. Well, I mean, Bart works with with women. I think uh, Jersey uh, Wolfenberger is that how you say her name? Mm-hmm. You know, he worked with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I mean, we don't have big plans to cover. I would love to cover women's basketball. I really would. I, in fact, I was talking um, with somebody today who I was interviewing for an internship just about, you know, you know what their favorite sports are at the university and stuff. And um, you know, they were talking about, you know. Uh, track and field, and they love you know going to volleyball and stuff like that. But that's just not. We have tried doing things softball too, but we cannot get we can't we can't get the readership for it, you know. And that's just kind of where we are now. now like, like there's something big with women's basketball or something. Then absolutely, um, you know, we, we cover stuff like that. But as far as like game to game, we just we can't. 
you know, from our staff, um, you know, it takes away from, you know, the other stuff that we write that's, um, that's just going to get more readership. So, you know, that's what it comes down to for us. I wish it wasn't that way, but it, that's how it is. And Arkansas with a nice road victory to Alabama yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we uh, fell behind early. Attention is just, we can't dedicate the same amount of coverage because you know, we have tried in the past. We just don't get the eyeballs on it. We don't get the clicks. Uh, this also from our Gangster Museum of America Live Fin Feedback. Walter says, if a basketball player gives up his dribble, then throws the ball off the backboard, he can rebound the ball and continue his dribble. Oh, that's a question mark. If a player gives basketball player gives up his dribble, then throws the ball off the backboard, can he rebound the ball and continue his dribble? I don't think yeah. so. I think he can. I don't know, but I, I know he can, he can catch it and shoot it, but I don't know if he can dribble it. But I'll take Darrell Walker. Yeah, I don't know. One. I kind of think Ray might be right. I'm not for sure, so I don't know. There's a referee out no. there listening. I, I need, yeah. I need yeah. to know. <laughs> in case it happens in the game, Janice says, uh, if a college basketball team has a player who is receiving most of the team's NIL money, that was playing terribly, would the coach still have to start him or her because of the huge <laughs> NIL money involved? Wouldn't no. have to start I don't think him, the coach is tied in with the NIL. You gotta pay him. Sir, gotta pay him, but you don't have to play him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you gotta pay him. They're, these guys have contracts, so that's why you see some entry into the transfer portal that you're like, why did he wait to the transfer portal? Well, he wanted to get that last payment. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Media of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane, Hyundai, and Genesis of Conway. Stay tuned. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501-794-2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe Saracen's January giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this month for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welch Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take the short 40-minute ride down the Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place in Arkansas to win a fabulous Z car. Saracen Casino Resort. Gambling problem? Call 800 522 4700 Guys, it's a new year. Welcome to 2024, man. Low T Center can make it a great one for you. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, maybe you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, a little weight gain here and there, a little loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, fellas. At Low T Center, they make it easy. All you've got to do is commit. You can get your levels checked. It's simple. It's a simple blood test with their on-site lab. You'll get results back in 25 minutes. Low T Center is not your typical doctor's office, so no worries, fellas. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They're physicians. They specialize in treating low testosterone, and they've been exclusively treating men for years with most health insurance accepted. And they have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. So there's no need to drive to the center on a weekly basis. Right now, at Low T Center, it's only 25 bucks to get your T levels tested. Make your health and quality of life a priority and make it a great year in 2024. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8. 888-8888. We'll come to you. 
I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Right now at Fort Thompson's, Grand Refuse 3.0 Waiter, $239.99. Avery Breathable WC Waiter, $239.99. Federal Blue Box 12 Gauge 3 Inch Number 2s, $149.99. Fort Thompson's in Sherwood. Hey, Optimus, Watney Unplugged airs Saturdays at 9 a.m. Is that the one with Scott Romine as host? It sure is. We should listen. I agree. Autobots, transform and roll out. <laughs> Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Often imitated but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we should be joined by Landon Leach. Good old QB time. First, I want to talk to you about Benny Hanna. And I had the pleasure of sampling sp- uh, several of the side items, which I'll call the Chef's Special Rolls. And I found one that I thought, I mean, it's a grand slam. It is the Big Island Roll. It's cream cheese, fried shrimp, avocado, deep fried, topped with spicy crunch, shredded crab, eel sauce, and spicy sauce. Now, you're talking about a home run, a grand slam. That's the Big Island Road. Now, the Volcano Road is also outstanding. That's just a couple of the chef's special rolls. But i got to say, you got to try the Emperor's Feast or the Rocky's Choice, the Benihana Delight. There's so many great specials that you'll find on the menu that simply they'll keep you coming back time and time again. Now, in talking with the management there, uh, out of safety for its customers and employees, Benihana, closed tonight, open tomorrow at noon and back to normal operating hours tomorrow night, but uh, they are closed for today. So if you plan on making it today, well, save yourself a trip and save all that energy and appetite for tomorrow night. That is Benny Hanna. It's all part of the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Check it out for yourself, and you'll find that they have maybe among the best menu that you'll find overall, from whether it's the specialty, the seafood, the steak, and the chicken, side orders, all that. You'll find it Benny Hanna in North Little Rock. Rick, I think I just figured this out. I think Randy moved from Searcy back to Little Rock so we could eat at Benny Hunter's and Riverfront Steakhouse. Hey, I ate last <laughs> night it. and it was good. Yeah. He's okay. telling the truth. Well, we did you have Did truth. you have one of those specialty rolls, Damon? I, I had the fried rice and I think I had the shrimp sushi roll. You got to try because the you. shrimp sushi roll was very good, and uh, the chicken fried rice with mushrooms, superb. Well, the volcano roll has crab stick, avocado, deep fried mayo, volcano sauce, crunch. Mm. I mean, these are outstanding. Oh. Or the rocket roll. Get the rocket roll. Oh, yeah, and, and just watch the chefs at work there at the table. That's a show in itself. And it Aren't is they amazing? Me. Yes. So the rocket roll, is that named after a horse, too? Yes, I'm guessing. (laughs) He's got a lot of rockets on his side. By the way, am I allowed to say this now that uh, it's actually... Because it's becoming at least a decent game, Pittsburgh is trying to make a game of it. How about that? That's right. Okay. They're getting closer. They're getting closer. 
Uh, this from our um, uh, great uh, our Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. Jeff says, I benched the ones you named. Well, only problem is I've named the entire team. And play those who <laughs> ride the pine. Well, here, the, the problem is, again, as I mentioned with Trey on, okay, Pinion deserves more playing time. We've been saying that all along. And maybe a couple other guys do, too. I've been wanting to see more blocker. Okay, blocker, needs, and he played well, scored 14 points. So those two guys, but together they scored 26 points. You need more than that to win. So some of the guys that have been playing need to step it up. It, you know, you mentioned earlier in the program, Khalif Battle. Holy Moses, where'd he go? The guy's a scorer. Really? Well, he's not right now. And Devo Davis... It's just a mystery what's happened to him because when somebody was talking about leadership, you know that guy ought to be a great leader on this team. This is fourth year. You don't see many fourth-year seniors anymore at programs like Arkansas, and you'd think that his leadership would be off the charts, but it doesn't appear to be. You got to have not followers from your leader. We see it. Yeah, that's right. So it's a you know you see those things and it's just hard to grasp. And last year. We thought Trevon Brazil was the best player on the team when he got hurt. And so you're thinking this year he'll be the best player on the team. And he's been okay, but not great. So, you know, I don't, we don't need to sit here and trash them all because they're they're doing the best. You know, they're making effort. It's not like they lie down and sleep during the games, but it's just not what any of us expected. And and so last year you, they started to make a move. You could see them coming, and you wonder if that's – if there's even a possibility of that happening this year. Let me give you some free throw numbers, okay, guys? Uh, we we played at Tennessee Martin on Saturday. And for yeah. the game, we were 6 of 11 at the free throw line, and they were 27 Ooh. of 32. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah uh, Coach Walker got tossed. Yeah. I wonder why. And, and he he is one who t- takes it easy on the officials. He doesn't show them up or whatever. And I'm telling you what, I was just like, wow. And, and everybody held him back. I said, let him go. <laughs> he wasn't going to hit anybody, but I want him to get in their face and let them know. Uh, but I promise you, after the game, the uh, head of officials for the Ohio Valley Conference uh, heard from Darrell Walker. And I can tell you this, having been in the Sun Belt, Randy and Rick, for 30-something years, and we also complain about officials. I would not I would not be one. I've got a tough everybody job. Everybody does. I to- totally understand that. But I may tell you what, this must hey, this must be a training training league uh, for college basketball refs, all I gotta say. Hey, hey Co- Coach Foley got he, he got his at Tennessee State earlier in the year, and uh, he, he sent uh, he sent twenty clips in to the, the conference office with the head of officials. They came back and told him fifteen of them were not fouls. Oh my! That's how bad the officiating is in this league. Okay. Um... This before we go to Landon. He's holding on there. Sorry, Landon. I'm sorry. Uh, Brazil, Mitchell, Davis, Mark, Davenport, Graham. I'm throwing Graham in because he was the first player off the bench. So he was the sixth man. Minus 16, minus 12, minus 12, minus 21, minus 25, minus 12. That's minus 100. I mean, Arkansas did give up, what, 80 points or whatever it was. Uh, 90 points. My bad. 90 points. Yeah. But the plus minus that Musselman talks about all the time, one through six, Brazil, seven and seven, seven point seven rebounds. Mitchell, four rebounds, zero points. Devontae Davis, zero rebounds, zero points. Mark, who was minus 21 while he was on the floor, Mm. four rebounds, 12 points. Davenport, zero rebounds, 6'7 guys, zero rebounds, 13 points, minus 25. Jalen Graham, five rebounds, 10 points, minus 12. That's what you call non-winning basketball. Well, with Jalen Graham, the thing is for him, he's got to catch it and score because if he gets fouled, 
That's there's no guarantee. I mean, he he is a great scorer underneath, but he's a miserable free throw shooter. <laughs> so you know the thing is he's he and he's going to get free throws because he is such a good scorer in there. So that's why he catch it and score. And then if he gets free throws, if he makes one, it'd, it'd be a bonus if you get a three point play. But that's what I mean. They're just I don't know where Musk goes because okay, so all those guys are minus. Can you play a game with none of them? No, <laughs> you can't. You can't. You you got to have five guys. And so even if you say, hey, these young guys are going to play more and all of that, you got to have guys with them. And so, uh, well, battle veterans, battle battle was minus five. He only played two minutes nineteen seconds. Wow. Minifield minus seven. He only played two minutes and forty two oh seconds. Wow. Lawson. Minus five, he played a minute thirty-two. At least Joseph played twenty-one minutes and thirty seconds. Minus one, yeah. Blocker is plus two. L. Ellis, but he played two fifty-four. Plus one, Bay Fall, who played four fifty-seven. Minus one, you had two players, Blocker and Ellis who were in the plus column. I uh, left out Dena J. Harris. He played four minutes, seven seconds. He was plus two. And Cade Arbogast, 103, minute and three seconds, plus two. So tell me, Landon, do you coach basketball? Can you, can you, can you uh, <laughs> solve this basketball problem? You know what, Randy? It reminds me a lot of the, you know, the offensive line this year in football. It's kind of what I compare <laughs> it to. Uh, you know, you have the talent. Um, do you have the want to? Uh, and that's to me is what it kind of comes down to. Uh, you know, these guys have done it in, in all kinds of places. You know, not together necessarily, but uh, whether it be here or at other places, they they've proven that they know how to play the game and. Uh, you know, the effort's not there. You, I've heard since I was a little kid, defense and rebounding. Now, obviously, you got to have the talent, which they do, is, is about, you know, effort and uh, and want to. And, uh, you know, that's something that when I watched the games early in the year, I, I was telling, uh, you know, guys I was watching with, I said, this, this team doesn't have much want to. You know, they, they don't have a lot of effort in them. And uh not saying that they may win the game by – Playing a little harder or whatever, but I guarantee you, you wouldn't be down twenty-seven to nine and being out rebounded by, you know, twelve or thirteen within the first ten minutes of the game. See, but that that doesn't make sense because you got all these older guys, and from here they're all wanting to go play uh, professional basketball somewhere. That to me is yeah. baffling. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's what baffles the heck out of me. Yeah, uh, you know, again, I, you wonder if a lot of this isn't, uh, you know, nil related stuff. Uh, you know, you're seeing that with, with different teams across the country. You saw it with USC in football this year. Um, you know, and so uh, you wonder if there's things going on within the, the locker room that, you know, obviously we're not aware of. I'm not saying they are, but uh, I guess this NIL period gives you that opportunity to wonder if, if that's what, you know, could be causing some of the issues within the program. I think anything is fair right now. I mean, I, I I realize you don't like to particularly trash the kids per se, but uh, something's got to give. And because uh, this season is rapidly getting out of control, zero and three in conference, nine and seven overall. They are eight and two at home, zero and two on the road. One in three at neutral. Yikes. Losers of three in a row. All right, Drive Time Sports. Look at Chickens of Central Arkansas presents Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer every Thursday at 6 on 103.7 The Buzz. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. 
We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Drew Self in Hot Springs, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Alex Blake in Little Rock today. Well, we wrapped up 2023. Now you got to start making those goals for 2024. How about starting with ending your joint pain? Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. Don't go another year compromising because of that joint pain in your knees, your back, or your shoulders, or maybe from an old injury. You need to call QC Kinetics now. They are the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. And you heard me right, non-surgical. They don't do drugs. They don't do surgery. And the best part, there's no downtime. Your body has exactly what you need to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue. The future of pain medicine has arrived, and QC Connects has thousands of Central Arkansas patients that are loving getting their life back. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again, get your life back, and listen, there's no surgery involved. Call QC Connects today for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. There are shivy deals galore going on at Guatney Chevrolet. Get massive savings on the 2023 Suburban. Yours for low is 58000 They also have a 2021 Chevy Tahoe truck for as low as 54999 And there's a trade-in event that's going on at Guatney. You can save anywhere from five to ten grand on Equinoxes and Silverados when you trade in a qualifying vehicle. And don't miss these deals at Guatney Chevrolet. Right there off of 16767. Look for that huge American flag and kick off the year with the unbeatable trading deals at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. That's Guatney Chevrolet. Go online at GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, let's drive together. Rick Schaefer, along with Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. We are also joined by Landon Leach, better known as QB Time. Are you as amazed a little bit as we are? Well, I can't speak for Ray, can't speak for Rick, I should say. As amazed as I am at the turnover that is gone. Do you realize in one, basically 24-hour well, you didn't realize this. In a 24-hour period, you had Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, and Nick Saban all gone from the game of football. Now, Belichick, I yeah, believe, is going to be back. And I do believe Pete yeah. Carroll will be back. Yeah, I don't think 
you know, Belichick for sure, and, and Carroll made it sound like he uh, he definitely wanted to keep coaching, but Seattle wanted to go in a different direction. But yeah, I mean, that's hard to fathom. And uh, there was a list going around on on Twitter just talking about you know all the coaches that are now out of football, uh, and basically said, "There goes your childhood." And it, it's all the coaches. You know, now that I'm in my late thirties, it's coaches. You know that I followed since I was probably five until now, and it, it's a long list, and you just. It just kind of blows your mind how fast, you know, time goes. And uh, and then, you know, you've got new up-and-comers. And, uh, but, it, but it also speaks to just the longevity of those guys and, uh, you know, the consistency of what they've done at all their places. You know, saving at Alabama, obviously. Uh, check with the Patriots. And then, you know, what Pete Carroll did at, at USC and then also at Seattle uh, is pretty impressive. So... Uh, that was a that was a pretty rough twenty four hours uh, for football for sure. When you think about, I'm sorry, Rick, I didn't have you on. I'm sorry. Okay, do, do you think that Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick could coexist? I, I was worrying. I was thinking about <laughs> that earlier today. I have wondered <laughs> you know, about and that. Honestly, and honestly, I'm hoping Belichick doesn't go there because I, I have a lot of respect for Belichick, and I'm I cannot stand the Cowboys anymore. Uh, there's a mm. story behind that, but. So I, I really enjoyed watching that game, but um, whether they could coexist, I I don't know because they both want so much say in their in their team and their personnel. So uh, that that would definitely be a, uh, an iffy match together. Uh, but uh, it's hard to argue, you know, what uh, Belichick can do, and they definitely wouldn't show up like they did yesterday, you know, in the first half of a playoff game, mm-hmm. in my opinion, uh, with the talent they have there. I guess one way to semi answer that is. Uh, Bill Parcells, and uh, I'm not sure he ever was comfortable with Jerry Jones' oversight when he was there, and Belichick learned under Bill Parcells, so that might not be the best thing. I don't you know. think the two can coexist, yeah. not at all. Maybe not. Although, as somebody pointed out today, Belichick likes to mumble at press conferences without saying much, and Jerry Jones likes to do the press conferences, so Bill could just leave them to Jerry, I guess. <laughs> See, that could work out for sure. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah and that's one of the reasons I'm not a Cowboys fan. You know, my my quarterback coach up there at in Arkansas was uh, Roy Whitkey, who was Tony Romo's offense coordinator at yeah. Eastern Illinois. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tony would come watch film with us, and always had a lot of respect for him and, and the way he went about it, and just kind of the way his tenure ended there made me uh, no longer a Cowboys fan. And, uh, so basically, I, I really don't have a favorite team in the NFL, but it's anybody that plays the Cowboys these days. <laughs> but Landon, look how Tony came out. He came out a lot better. Being on on TV all the time, he came out a lot better with a great contract than he ever did with the Cowboys. <laughs> he definitely did that. They did him a favor. He's he's doing great. Isn't that the way it is now, though? Unless pretty much that starter. Has to, I mean, look what look what happened at Green Bay most recently with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. But then they did Packers did the same thing with Brett Favre. I mean, you can go on down the line. Mm-hmm. Some cases, those quarterbacks they just don't know when it's time to say goodbye. Well, especially when they've done well, and then they think they know more than the coach and the general manager does, and and there's, you just can't do that no matter how good you are. And that's where you got to give Tom Brady credit. He never, he never overstepped his bounds, even though he went about as far as he could because he was such a great leader in the club, in the dressing room. But he never, ever said a discouraging word about Kraft or Belichick. In the pregame, that had to be tough. Pregame yesterday, they, they talked about three quarterbacks who were in the running for the MVP in the National Football League. Oh yeah, Dak was one of them. Dak. Jackson and Purdy, and, and, and after the game, I went. You can take his name out. I know he's had a great year. But, but well, it's a regular season award, and that's going to be interesting. The votes are probably in, well, so that game won't have anything yeah, to do with it. I think they have to be hey, in hey, uh, before the first playoff game. Hey, Jackson, Jackson's got that. I'm just tell you that he right should. Now. Sure, but Prescott did have a great regular season. Good luck to him. He did, and you know, it, I think the the knock on Dak is. Uh, you know, the majority of his yards and touchdowns uh, came at home. Uh, and he had three or four games on the road where he really struggled. Uh, not with interceptions, but uh, as far as, you know, his completion percentages were down and, and scoring was definitely down for the team on the road. So 
I think that would kind of be the knock on back uh, when it came to the MVP race. I think it's Lamar Jackson, hands down. Should Maybe be. You go. It should be. Should be. Over three thousand yards passing, over a thousand yards rushing. That's pretty remarkable in the National Football League. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the five hundred one. Uh, due to all of this global warning, I cannot stay at my house because the water pipes are frozen solid. Uh oh. I know. I've made my sure political statements. I'll, yeah. I'll lay off. I'll lay off that one. Okay. So I says to you, Rick. Uh, Rick, do you think the Arkansas and Texas football game will ever move back to Little Rock? No. With Texas no. playing Arkansas no. this November and no. being the SEC now. No. No. No way. Answer is no. Too much money to be lost. No, the, I, I don't think we will ever see Arkansas play an SEC game at Little Rock again. And the only thing we know is it's UAPB there next year and Arkansas State the following year, and there's no contract for anything after that, so we, we don't know. But as far as an, I don't think we'll ever see an SEC game there again, with Arkansas anyway. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't that be crazy, Randy? After all these years, we wanted to see Arkansas and Arkansas State play, and it would be the final final game at War Memorial and be between those two. It is a great possibility. Yeah. That is a great possibility because you don't know. I mean, it's it's all a matter right now of if Arkansas and the uh, SEC goes to a nine-game regular season schedule. Yeah. And that's the case where they have to maintain that Pyre 5 one more game uh, which would give them 10 of the 12. And who else gets sacrificed in the um, when you start eliminating the schedule? So Well, here's, here's why they can play in Little Rock the next two years, but we don't know beyond that. Next year, Arkansas's game with Texas A&M at AT&T Stadium is Texas A&M's home game. So the Razorbacks have four conference home games, so they can play UAPB in Little Rock. The following year, uh, Arkansas play... If Texas A&M still on the schedule, they would play them at home. And so, again, it would look like they'd have at least four home games so they can play Arkansas State and Little Rock. After that, we don't know. If they do go to nine games, that means every other year you're going to be playing five SEC road games. And uh, maybe in the year you play five SEC home games, you could consider a non-conference game at Little Rock, but you sure wouldn't do it in the year you play four home games in the conference. Yeah, it makes you wonder how much next year, I'm sorry, in 2025, whether or not any of these will be home and home from a year ago. Well, yeah, we, don't, a year. we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. All right, Landon, as always a pleasure. That is Landon Leach, QB time. Our number three is Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP 